Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Ruby Thomas. This is your show, The Real, and it starts right now. Today on The Real, you will hear an 82-year-old man give his perspective on the downside of having Parkinson's disease. This gentleman is someone I know personally, whom I respect. Please understand, this is for educational and informational purposes only. I know you can't speak for no one but yourself, but the fact that you are speaking is, is, is a beautiful thing because, like I said, a lot of people don't understand Parkinson's disease just like I had a cousin that had Parkinson, but he was paralyzed. He couldn't move at all, and uh, he was diabetic and you know, because of the diabetes, he was already bedridden. He developed Parkinson's while he was bedridden. So he never had, I mean, for many, many, many years, he was, you know, bedridden, couldn't get up, couldn't turn his body over, couldn't even say a word. Mm. Just living in a shell, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's why I try to encourage you that while you're doing good, I want you to continue to do good. But I don't want you to over push yourself so that your body will regress. You know, you heard that saying before too much of a good thing ain't good either. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I'm saying because how old are you? 82. You're 82. And before you retire, you lived a very good life. I've seen so many certificates and awards that you have been granted for different things. You are outgoing, and I know you're a family man, and you've been married for 60 years. Those are milestones that some people never even see. So I know that you had a really, really good life, but you worked hard to provide that for yourself and your family. But I've, I've let things stand in my way of goals. That I'm, I'm worrying about things that I never worried about. I worry about, well, you know, I've told you and Gabby and those that I worry about being somewhere where I embarrass myself, having to go to the restroom or makes that the focal point of everything I do, which is not what life is all about. I never thought, I never thought that I would have to be concerned about those things before I was diagnosed with Parkinson's. How long have you had Parkinson's? I don't know. Do you know when you were diagnosed? Do you remember? I would say 19. I would say it was 2014. 2014. I think I had symptoms of earlier, but I didn't know what it was. So, 
from 2014 to now, which is 2019, you've seen gradual declining within your body. Mm. You've seen your body gradually decline. Your activities. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you something. When you have Parkinson's, what what do it? As you get these symptoms, how does it make your body feel physically? It makes me feel physically. It's a loss of energy. It's trying to trying to, to make something good out of something bad. By that I mean if I'm I have trouble with the sometime I have trouble with the fact that I'm I have the freezing effect. I can't move my body the way I would like to. I I can't do things physically that I used to enjoy. Like walking and enjoying the things of the world. I can't walk down to the lake and look and see how life used to be. I see how it is now. And I see that I must try to make the effort in everything I do to, to try to bring some normality to the way I live and to give my family and those who try to help me. Some assistance in what they do for me, as well as some understanding that what I'd like to be doing, what you want me to do, I either don't know how or I can't do it. And it brings great sadness to me to know that I can't help my loved ones do things. I would like to do for them. You yeah. got a. <clears throat> you also have a brand new grandbaby that I'm sure you wish that you were able to play with and you know bounce up and down like we have always did with when we had small kids in the family. You know they like that, but well, there are other things you can do. There are other things I can do, and I. It brings joy to me to know that my family can find happiness in helping people. And I'm so lucky that I have the children that we've raised, most, most particularly Judy. And I'm happy that I have a wife like Judy who understands and has never had one selfish motive in taking care of me. And most of all, I put her, I'm sorry I put her through some of the hardships she has to go through to try to care for me. I know she loves me and I love her. And it, it's, it's sometimes sad to know that I'm spending the last years of her life and my life 
being able to enjoy what we used to take so granted. And I'll always remember the happiness she gave me. And I've told her many times, there's never been a single time that I was away from home that I didn't look forward to coming, coming home and her being there for me. And that will never change. But I can't do those things anymore like I would like to. But I know that a mighty lucky man to have Judy as my life mate. And that's about all I can tell you. I think that's very beautiful what you said about her, a life mate, not just a wife. Most people think about a wife as somebody who has a lot of duties and they're obligated to take care of you and love you and all of this, but you said a life mate. What, what, what makes the difference with that? A life mate is somebody like Judy who's always been there for me in the good and the bad. And she's always been a supporter of mine. And always wanted to help me to do what was necessary. And I can never forget those things. I never will forget those things. And when I compare our lives together and our children, I don't have any regrets. The only regret I have is that I maybe could have done something for them that I didn't do or I didn't understand I was not doing it. Okay, everybody, thanks for joining the show. That's the end for this podcast. Look forward to seeing you all again. There are going to be some longer podcasts coming in the future. I do apologize for the last podcast that was published. I was not yet ready to publish that, but I had set a date, so my apologies. It will be republished in this full length. So, again, thank you for joining us. Look forward to seeing you next time on The Real. I'm your girl, the host with the most, Ruby Thomas, and we're out.